Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Ring in joy, hark the glad sound, joy to the world. Rejoice, rejoice, believers. If you're listening to the songs of this season, well, you can understand that it seems like you're supposed to rejoice. I did a quick check of Lutheran service book, our hymnal, and saw that there were 56 hymns that included the word rejoice. The word joy, 167. Rejoice. But what if you don't feel much like rejoicing? This weekend, Christians around the world are celebrating and remembering the third Sunday in Advent as Gaudete Sunday. Gaudete is the Latin translation of that first word from our epistle text from 1 Thessalonians, as Pastor Mian mentioned at the beginning of the service. But the English version of that would be something a little bit more like, all y'all rejoice. Gaudete Sunday is a day about joyous anticipation. Advent is meant to be kind of like a little Lent, a season of preparation and making ready before a big time of celebration in our life together as Christians. We wait and we watch together for the dawning of the light of Jesus, the light that Jesus brings into our world. The candles go brighter on the Advent wreath each week as candle after candle is lit in anticipation of the light that is coming. Even in these shortest days of the year, indeed the winter solstice is coming Thursday in the week ahead on December 21st when the period of daylight is shortest and the night is the longest of the entire year. And this time of Advent, especially Gaudete Sunday, points us as God's people to a reason for rejoicing, even when the world might leave you wondering if that is even a possibility anymore. Even as friends or coworkers or family members are ramping up their holiday celebrations in preparation for Christmas about a week out now, you might be feeling the effects of grief, loss, or depression and it might seem like the rest of the world is passing you by or leaving you behind, even the community of the church. Seeing all the decorations, hearing all these singing and talkings about hope, you might feel like you have to put on a happy face for the sake of those around you. You don't. Grief, loss, and depression are real human conditions. People experiencing them happen every day. And God's people experience these things too. We feel grief and loss and brokenness because of the brokenness of our world. And that brokenness brings death. It shatters relationships. And it is brokenness for each and every one of us shares responsibility because of the sin that is at work in our hearts. I don't know of a single human being that has not felt the effects of grief or loss, but this time of the year can be especially hard for some. Depression is something different. Depression is not weakness of faith. 
It is not weakness of character. Depression is an ailment that should not be ignored or pushed aside, but rather treated with the aid of medical professionals and therapeutic care. It's something that can happen to men and women alike. But like grief and loss, it too can sting more deeply in this time of the year. For the past few years, our congregation has offered a service that is centered around the theme, When Christmas Hurts. It's time to take place on or about the longest night of the year, that winter solstice. With the pain of grief, of loss, of depression, and everything that that brings, this holy season can feel to some to be more a burden than a blessing. We acknowledge that. Even if we don't speak directly of grief, loss, or depression in our sermons or in the Bible studies on Sunday morning, we should never pretend that they don't exist or that they aren't topics that we should bring up in our family in Christ. Because our coming king does not want anyone to be passed by or left behind. Among the people of God who have been redeemed by Jesus, Grief, loss, and depression should never be stigmas, marks of disgrace or shame, especially in this time of Advent. Those who have gone before us in the faith have experienced these states, including people that you read about in the Bible. Go back and read the Psalms and see how they deal with very real human responses to these things, crying out to God for deliverance from this state. Based off, we know about what Martin Luther experienced from his writings and from the records of his contemporaries. It's highly likely that he struggled with severe depression throughout his life. From Luther's writings, we also know that the gift of music, particularly the music of hymns and psalms, served to support and encourage him during these times of struggles and trial. The grief, loss, And depression that God's people feel is real. So let us face them in this time of Advent with the songs of Advent without shame. In our Sunday morning Advent services, even as we did this morning, we sing the setting of the first song of Isaiah, the servant song. The first part of our reading from Isaiah 61 today is known as the fifth servant song. All of these servant songs point to the promised deliverer that God was going to be sending to his people to set them free. They point to Jesus. Here in Isaiah 61, we hear what Jesus comes to do. He comes to bring good news to the poor. And the poor here are all those who are distressed or in trouble for any reason, including grief over their own sins. Jesus will bind up the brokenhearted. He will declare liberty for the captives and the opening of prison to those who are bound. He will be the deliverer that God's people need, the deliverer of a world that is bound in brokenness. The next time you hear it, take a look or Listen to those lyrics to one of the best-known hymns of Advent, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. It's about crying out to God 
to bring his promised deliverer from a really bad, really broken world. You have a deliverer. You have the one who comes even in the face of grief or loss or depression. That is hope that comes from outside of ourselves, hope that comes from God's promised deliverer. It's the hope that you have when you look to Jesus' cross and see an objective external sign of God's love for you and what he would do for you. Look to the baptismal font and see the sign of how God declares liberty for the captives and opens the prison of those who are bound by rescuing you from the burden of sin, from his wrath. Look to that font and see how God in Christ binds up the brokenhearted and brings good news to the poor by delivering you into his kingdom, by making you his child. God's love for you in Christ is the reason why you are not helpless, why you are not hopeless. Gaudete. All y'all rejoice. You have a deliverer. You have someone outside of yourself who comes to see you through the brokenness of this world. It is not dependent on you. God is the one who comes. That's why you and I can rejoice on this third Sunday in Advent. It's exactly why the Apostle Paul can encourage us to rejoice always, to pray without ceasing, to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Note that it is not give thanks because of all circumstances. You don't have to celebrate the brokenness of this world. Rather, we rejoice, we celebrate, we give thanks because God is faithful to his promises and because he sends light into our darkness. As the people of God in Christ, together as the community of the church, we are called to be a community of care and compassion, sharing the hope that we have in the one who comes to deliver us. We're called to do so, especially for our brother or sister in the faith who could use some care and compassion. No one should have to pretend that they are all good at any time because that is not the way of this broken world, especially in the church. We acknowledge that we are broken people in a broken world who need hope that comes from outside of ourselves. That's why we're here. Support and encourage each other. Give to the one who is in need at the most proper time. Pray for and pray with each other. Do good in Jesus' name. As a community in Christ, give what is needed in the proper time. Comfort those who mourn, especially in this season of Advent. In the dark hours, of the darkest days of the year. We sing. We give voice to the biblical truth that we have a deliverer who binds up the brokenhearted, who declares liberty for the captives and the opening of prison for those who are bound. We have a Savior who is 
good news to the poor, to all those who are distressed or in trouble for any reason. We have confidence in Christ, our coming King. Listen to and sing the songs of Advent. You have hope that comes from outside yourself. Gaudete, all y'all, rejoice. Amen.